Hello, America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I am your host, Corey Easley. Corey Rutherford Easley. That's not my middle name, but wouldn't you like to know? It does begin with an R. It's not Richard. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? How are you? How many Richards do you know that actually let you call them dick? How many? How many? How many Davids do you call Dave? But how many Daves prefer to be called David? Boom, blew your mind. I, I know a couple. The reason, it's the reason I say that. It's been a crazy busy week for me, working on old school sketch show. Shout out to the producer. Shout out to the director, Slaney Rose Jordan, Sean Christian Taylor, Jane Kehoe. Shout out to them for having me and inviting me apart to be a part of this experience. It's a lot of hard work. And uh, I'm happy I got to be a part of that process. So top of the show, I want to thank you guys for allowing me to... I'll be a part of a writing process, a pitch meeting process, a shooting and editing process, and working around other like-minded individuals who like to provide entertainment for you. It's like we do every week. You know, I think being an entertainer, part of it is uh, just this constant desire to want to make sure that everybody's having a good time. You know, constantly making sure that everybody's got a smile on their face. <laughs> or at least everybody's engaged for some reason. Maybe people are learning from you. I feel like a lot of people that aren't necessarily in the public eye or spotlight that do uh, jobs where you're in front of people and you get to talk and you have a presentation, you know, at, at some point or other, maybe wanted to be a famous celebrity or was inspired by something that they saw where they bring something to people. We provide a service, you know, so it's nice to get to talk to other people catch up with people that I hadn't seen in a while. It was really cool. Old school sketch show. Um, it was a great experience. And I'm actually recording this right before the show. So the show the show is uh, airing tonight. And you can check it out on the internet where you can check everything out and where you have been checking everything out for the last year. Right? Now people are getting out of their houses and nobody knows what the fuck to do. So if you're not ready to leave the house yet, stay in on this lovely Saturday evening and Watch me. Well, by the time this episode airs, it would have already been too late, right? Go back in time. Build yourself a time machine. I'll wait. Right? No, but anyway, it was, it was you know, on top of being busy, which is cool, right? Being busy is cool. Being so busy that you put your, you make yourself sick and don't sleep and don't eat and put yourself on the brink of a, a mental and emotional breakdown that's something else but being like a healthy amount of busy and kind of just getting into your groove it feels nice when you hit your stride it's probably it's kind of like what i feel like a runner's high you know when people talk about that runner's high you know how runners are always trying to convince you that running is cool like nobody likes running as much as somebody who fucking like they buy specific outfits they have like a jacket where a tube gets fed through the sleeve so you can just tilt your head to the side and just slurp up some water out of the side of your jacket. They got the little pat, uh, band that wraps around your arm so you can stick your iPod in it. You know what I mean? They got all, they got a playlist. They have a specific playlist for when they go run. They layer up. They bring wet wipes so they could shit in the bushes because runners shit in the bushes a lot. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but um, a runner will squat down on the side of the path right in some bushes and just drop it real quick and keep it moving. You ever see a dog just do that? That's how runners do it. It's exactly what you can imagine. Women do it, men do it, we all do it. Not me, I'm not a runner, but you know, 
in that world, it's completely normal and socially acceptable to pull over on the side of the road and drop a, drop a quick deuce while you're on your um you're on your morning run, especially if you're training for a marathon. Apparently, runners are an interesting breed because once you once you even if they have absolutely nothing to talk about, once you get them talking, they will not shut the fuck up about their run today. So yeah, uh, runners are cool. But anyway, I've been busy and I had, you ever have like little hiccups that happen in the middle of you being busy that feel like if you're not in a good place mentally, it'll just completely stop you from getting shit done. It'll throw you off. It'll fuck up your, it'll fuck up your rhythm. All right. So I was going into a locker to put some shit away at the gym. I cut my finger. Didn't think anything of it, right? We cut ourselves all the time. Big cutters around here. So we cut. I cut my finger and, and a little blood came out. Whatever. Who cares? You can't get COVID through the blood. It's a fact. So I, I'm doing my thing. And I went and I'm using some equipment. And I go to wipe the equipment off because I'm a good person. And as I go to wipe the equipment off, some of the whatever Clorox wipe cleaning stuff that is on the wipes got into the cut. And the first thing I thought was I started imagining my life without the finger. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, there's something, this chemical is now in my finger. My finger is, my finger is probably going to start doing that thing where like, you ever look at a plant and there's just a dead leaf and it's just slowly becoming more and more brown until it just either falls off or you have to pull it off. That's what I started assuming was going to happen to my finger. And every time I touch something, it just was burning now. And that's, that's just how, that's how we think about, that's how we think about shit sometimes, right? We just, it's just called, I think actually there's a term for it. I think it's called being a fatalist, a person who is just constantly, uh, assuming that the worst is going to happen. Which I think is almost in a way. Let me look. Let me look this up real quick so I could uh, see if I'm right. Relating to fatalistic is relating to or characteristic of the belief that all events are predetermined and therefore inevitable. Huh? Yes, like fate, like your fate, not necessarily bad, but whatever your fate is, right? You just kind of like think that you think shit's all predetermined. So, um, yeah, I think, but in that regard, some fatalistic people can choose to believe that everything is just going to end up being bad or, or shitty or whatever. And I think that's kind of a cop out. You know, those people are like, I never expect anything, so I'm never disappointed. You really believe those people when they say that? You know what I mean? Like those people that are just constantly talking about, yeah, you know, if you keep your expectations low... I feel like that's kind of like a bitch-ass way to live, really, if you think about it. Why can't you just sometimes get up and go, this thing that I'm supposed to do today, I think it's going to be dope, and I expect it to be dope, because why not? Like, it should be, right? Or like, I have a date with a person I've never gone out with before. Hopefully, it's good. I'm And I just started a new relationship. Hopefully, it's good. People oftentimes will start thinking about, they start a new relationship thinking, well, when this ends, I wonder how it's going to end, right? Am I going to cheat on this person? Are they going to cheat on me? Are we going to hate each other? Are we not going to like each other's friends? Why can't we just be in the moment? I know why. Because being in the moment is one of the most difficult things in the world. Being in the moment is so challenging. Being in the moment, like, 
even when you're alone, you can't enjoy that moment really because you're just constantly looking for stimulation. I saw this amazing quote uh, that I didn't make up, so I'm not going to butcher it by fucking trying to recall it right now straight out of my mind. So I'm going to find it. It was one of those, I have to screenshot this and send it to my friends that it makes me think of. So I saw this quote and it says, as I get to it, it says, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure. It's a quote from a person named Victor Frankel, Victor with a K, not a C. I know you, I know what you guys were thinking. Um, and I thought that was interesting because yeah, we do have, we do take moments for granted. We take, like, we get breaks. Sometimes life will just offer you a break. It'll just dangle a break in your face. And you won't take the break. Although you'll bitch all the time about how tired you are, about how exhausted you are, but you won't even take a break. Because taking a break doesn't always entail, okay, I'm sitting down right now. Because what do people do when they sit down? They pull their phone out and they just start aimlessly scrolling through social media. And looking at, well, now that I'm not doing anything, I wonder what everybody else is doing, right? Naturally. I mean, it's just the world we live in now, and it just is what it is. I also found, I'm also just at a place where I feel like I don't see any point in complaining about things that are the way they are now. There's no point in me really complaining about things that I can't change. You know what I mean? It's just like technology exists. And you could either like have it in your life. You can determine the relationship that you have with it, right? You could determine the relationship that you have with anything. The person you're with, your employer, your family, you know? That's a hard one too, family, right? Setting boundaries with your family, especially your parents as you become an adult and they think they fucking still have a say in anything you do. Blows my mind. But I could, I could bitch and complain about that all day. Um, Yeah, so... I think it's a pussy ass way to live when you are walking around talking about, I don't have expectations, so I'm never disappointed. <laughs> and typically anyone who talks like that is like somebody who's been hurt before. And I get it. You want to protect yourselves. It's naturally, it's, 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 it's our natural inclination to uh, want to make sure that we never feel that pain again because hurting sucks. You know, I can recall some times where years ago, especially in my like early and mid 20s, I'm spending a lot of time kind of being a little bit of a serial dater slash playboy slash am I really a playboy because I'm just kind of like hanging out with a few different people and I'm not really necessarily making any promises, but I'm not. It's a real non-committal kind of bitch ass way of playing with people's emotions. And uh, listen, you knew what to expect from me. I'm irresponsible and I'm a drunk, right? But uh, we all hide behind certain things. And it's nice to be able to talk about them now because where's the growth otherwise, right? Oh, we don't talk about that anymore. So what'd you do with it? Yeah, we just swept it under the rug. What about when people trip over that bumpy ass part of the rug that you kept swepping, sweeping stuff under? Swepping? You kept sweeping stuff under, right? You know, what's done in the dark comes to light, baby. You know, that's just part of life. I think it's amazing that we get to have a lifespan in which... We can, uh, and, 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 and we get to document things in a cool way, right? Like even back in the day when our parents and their parents, they had photo albums where you could sit down on the couch with an older person, an older family member, and they'll flip through this photo album and they'll tell you stories about that day, that barbecue and what they were wearing and how they don't have that record player anymore and how this person accidentally knocked a plate of food out of somebody's hand. 
and how Grandpa Reggie got real drunk and pissed on himself and fell asleep in the corner. That's a real story. You know what I mean? And it wasn't the first time, and it absolutely was not the last time. You know? I had a I had a strong realization. I'm going to be real with you guys. I had a strong realization recently. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about my family. And I was thinking about how... I was thinking about why I'm so attached to certain male figures in pop culture and media and superheroes in particular. And, it, and it's because as a young man... I was a young man that was raised by my mom and my grandma and the relationship that I had with my dad was kind of, it was a little bit stunted because of the relationship that my parents had with each other, right? You know, my parents got together very young, you know, my parents got together when they were like leaving high school, young kids, right? Can you imagine? You know, and there was a point in time where, yeah, right after high school, you marry whoever you're with and then you have a miserable life with them because you both haven't figured out who you are yet you know my parents got married very young had me very young got divorced very young realized they didn't get along and if you met these two people you'd be like yeah they shouldn't be together they fucking shouldn't they could barely be in the same room together at some point and on the one hand as a young man i found it entertaining because i have a twisted sense of humor but on the other hand i was like wow this really sucks for these two people because There's a common, there's a thing that's, there's like this thread that's keeping them together and it's me, right? Like I'm the reason that they still have to communicate with each other at least a little bit. Until I become an adult, these people have to be in each other's lives, even though they just can't get along to, for fucking, for anything. They just cannot. There's just resentment. And you, you pick up on these things at at a young age and you don't really understand how to talk about them. And I think that's it's it's I think it's important as you grow up and as you just develop in your own journey as into becoming an adult and to just becoming like a citizen of the fucking world to be able to talk about things because I watched the people that were in charge of me and the people that were my adult examples kind of be ill-equipped to raise a child their own, but they learned on the way, you know what I mean, and they learned how to build a family. And eventually, the one thing that you can't teach somebody how to do is fucking, is how to take care of the people they love. You just automatically, we just have that in us. So it was, it was nice to be able to see that. Now, the other examples of how to deal with situations as an adult and how to communicate with each other, that's a totally different conversation, you know? But um, yeah, so it's hard to take a break when you have all these distractions all the time. And I feel like sometimes it's hard. It's really hard to stop and take a look at yourself and take a look at what you're doing and assess the things around you. And also, there's, I feel like there's just a strong need to always have to do that. Like, we feel like we need to, okay, I have a break. Now, let me think about it. This is another thing, right? I have a break now. I have a moment to myself. I haven't had a moment to myself in a couple of weeks, a couple of days, whatever the case may be. So now in this moment... I'm going to sit here and fucking ruminate over all of the things that I have looming over my head, right? I'm going to sit here and worry about bills I got to pay. I'm going to sit here and worry about debt. I'm going to sit here and worry about how the last interaction I had with some people wasn't that great. And I have an event coming up where I have to see these people, right? How am I going to deal with that? I have to think about this person's birthdays coming up. I have to think about my expectations at my fucking job like right it's 
it's way easier somehow. We always seem to choose to do that, especially at inopportune times. Like we we decide to start thinking about that stuff when you lay down in bed and it's it's fucking one AM and you gotta wake up at six in the morning and that's all you can think about and you'll lay awake. You'll lay awake. You'll go to sleep or you'll try to go to sleep and you'll dream about it and it's like I don't know how to meditate, but if I fucking did, I feel like it works for those people, right? How come meditation people don't talk about how good meditation is as much as runners talk about how great it is to run or how much fucking vegans talk about how much they're a vegan? Everybody that you know that's a vegan constantly reminds you that they're a vegan, right? You know what I mean? They do it. So if I'm hosting a dinner and you're a vegan... When everybody else is eating fucking whatever it is we cook, you could have some, we got, we got a lot of plants in here. So figure it out. I don't know what vegans really eat, to be honest, but I saw this quote the other. People are always attacking vegans, man. Vegans are cool. There's some vegans that are really fucking jacked. People are like, oh, you can't get buff if you're a vegan. Yeah, you can. You know what I mean? People like to take the shortcut. You know how you can get really buff? Just take steroids. Take it. Fuck it. Take steroids. You'll get nice cap delts. Delts are shoulders, by the way. For people who don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you'll get nice cap delts. You'll get ripped pecs. Do some steroids. Do work out a little bit. And I guarantee you, you'll get jacked. A hundred percent. No questions asked. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the first person who has ever said that. Go take steroids. And people are afraid of COVID. I haven't actually gotten... You know what? Live on the air, I'm going to check. You know, my last episode, I... Uh, mention that if anybody is an anti-vaxxer, I would like for them to write in and see if anybody had something to say. Turns out nobody had anything to say. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. I think it's just really interesting how people, some people's argument is like, well, I don't know. We don't know what's in that. How often do you know what's in anything? Do you read the label of all the medicines that you take all the time? And if so, there's words on there like Asimetophen or whatever I made that up, but like there's words on the these these medicine bottles and ingredient uh, ingredients and these chemicals are fucking shit that you can't even pronounce. It's all this medical jargon. So what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like you eat fast food, right? You drink soda, you snort cocaine, right? Like we we do things to our bodies all the time. Just on a fucking whim, right? On the off chance that this thing will or won't kill us, we'll still do it anyway, right? So, you know what? Fuck it. Take the vaccine because I'm taking my mask off. I'm taking my fucking mask off and I'm walking around. I'm going to start breathing. My breath isn't going to smell like shit anymore. You know what I mean? I got a friend. He started putting uh, eucalyptus in his mask so he could feel like he was breathing in fresh air. You know what I mean? Now people are going to know what you look like. Now people are going to know. Remember when people didn't realize what you look like? You could just get by on having pretty eyes. Not anymore. Now you got to brush your teeth. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. Thanks for coming to Old School Sketch Show. I'm actually going to be involved in another show coming up this Saturday at a place called Asylum New York City. I'm going to be live on stage uh, with a couple of friends. I don't have all the details now, but if you follow me on Instagram, Corey Easley underscore, you can see the details of the show there because I will be promoting it this week and you can come see me if you're in NYC at Asylum Theater. 
Now take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. Go get vaccinated and uh, have a have a blessed day.